Hello everyone, happy Monday or whenever you listen to this, today is Monday, so have a happy day anyway. Welcome to another episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast with Coach Peter and Coach Teresa. Absolutely fantastic episode for you today because we're going to be continuing our conversation regarding maximizing your valuable training time if your goal is to look and feel your best because if you want to do that, you need to build some lean muscle tissue on you. And, you know, this is the episode seven now in our muscle building series. And we've systematically covered this thing from pretty much all the angles. So if you really want to take your ability to produce results and get the most out of the valuable effort that you put into training, highly recommend going back and listening to each one of those episodes if you haven't already. And if you have a friend or a family member who's looking to, you know, improve their body composition and wants to improve their health, make sure to send these episodes to them as well so that they can get the most out of their efforts as well. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about variation and we're going to be answering the question, how often should you change your workouts? You know, how often should you change your routines? Mm, very powerful because it can go both ways can't it it can go both ways absolutely right you know uh, i think like a lot of people know i've certainly come across a lot of people who are one of those who like basically has been doing the same thing for years you know Mm. and it's always like either you're someone who's been doing the same shit from year to year you know you did a couple sessions with the trainer a couple years ago or you used to be like athletic and you learned something in school or university and then you just keep doing that same shit from year to year. So that's the one end of the spectrum. And then the other end of the spectrum is where you're basically, you know, changing your workouts as often as you change your undies. And, you know, like you should still change your undies, of course. Um, daily preferably some people two times daily some people two times a day although personally sometimes i don't change them daily instead what i'll do i'll just turn them around and you know sometimes it's even like more than a couple days than when i actually end up changing them um but anyways so that's not true changing your um (laughs) workouts and changing your training routine too rarely and changing it too quickly, neither of those is an optimal approach. And the the you know the re- the answer and the the real ticket to fastest results with minimal risk of negative side effects is usually found somewhere in the middle. And in this episode, we're really going to cover what exactly that middle is, and we'll make some really specific recommendations on how to how to put this into action. Mm. Sound good? Brilliant. I think we should we should cover though like why then like why why is it important let's start with the shorter end like why is it important that you don't change your training routine too quickly Mm. you know well I think for both sides of the spectrum if you're focusing on progressive overload you actually can't really do either you can't change it too frequently and you can't stick with the same thing for so long because of our, one of our biggest and important, most important variables, which is progressive overload. That's right. So you're almost saying like if you change things too quickly, then you don't really get to apply progressive overload. That's right. But if you never change things, then 
you know, you're just doing the same shit. You are. Because you, you're just, you can't progress for, for that long. That's it, you know, unless you're happy to add on two and a half kilos to your squat every single week. There's going to be a point where you just can't keep adding two and a half, five kilos to your back squat. That, that's like, right. You know, something will come in the way. Yeah. Not, being able to. not that just two and a half kilos. Like if you think about it, like if you were able to add two and a half kilos to your squat every week and sustain that for like a year, like holy shit, like you'd be a pretty strong squatter. Yeah. You know? Do you think the majority of people could actually achieve that with, um, with good form? No, like I'm, I'm, I'm saying that you at cert at a certain point, like you would run into a wall, and Correct. you probably yeah. aren't able to progress. Yeah. But it, it, it almost sounded like you were saying that that would be like a, a, a slow rate of progress. Whereas. Um, no, 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 no. What I was trying to, what I was trying to get across was that you know, let's say you started at a forty kilo barbell squat, mm-hmm. and you added two and a half to that over fifty two weeks. What's that? A hundred kilos? I mean, hey, you could probably do that. Mm. But let's, okay, let's change that to five kilos. You add five kilos every week for 52 weeks. How many mm. kilos would that be? Oh, maths. That would be a, a lot of kilos. A lot of kilos. But the reason why, because now we actually went to the other end of the spectrum, is like, why <laughs> should you not just do the same thing forever? Yeah. Because even if you were able to, you know, um, progressively kind of get stronger for a super super long period of time mm-hmm. the thing where you actually end up kind of running into problems is that if you're always stressing your joints and your muscles and your whole skeleton essentially in the same specifically in the same way and you kind of become over specialized in that one thing now that can of course like you start um, like you're you're just we're accumulating wear and tear in that particular pattern excessively and changing your routine to instead of doing like a you know barbell back squat as a for instance instead using some kind of a front loaded squat like mm. that's going to stress your squatting pattern you're still squatting you're still training those same muscle groups but now you're stressing your whole system in a little bit different way so you can still progress but you're less likely to accumulate that wear and tear yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much like the the biggest thing about like why you shouldn't stick to a just doing the same shit forever. Yeah. But it's really good to change things up for you know for the sake of the reason that I just explained, but also psychologically, mm-hmm. like. Well, that depends on people. Like some people just they're perfectly happy just doing the same shit from year to year. That's but right. you do get stagnant like your rate of progress does slow down inevitably at a certain point if you're just doing the same shit again and again and if you were to do something else now because your body has become sensitive to that thing that you weren't doing you know when you do the same shit over and over again at a certain period your body becomes accustomed to it and it becomes less effective so now when you start doing something different that your body is not accustomed to, that is when, again, you're going to be making faster progress. Mm. That's great. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> what about the other end of the spectrum, though? Like, Why is it problematic to change your training routine too often? You know, you might have heard about this 
term muscle confusion. Oh, yeah, like mix it up. Yeah, like... Confuse the body. Confuse the muscles. And, you know, isn't it nice to be able to, like... Like, these things that drive me crazy is, like, we have all these different training apps available, for example. And the the kind of the selling point is that you get to do a new exciting workout every single time. Mm. Like, it's a new thing every day. Never yeah. do the same workout Choose twice. From thousands of workouts. Uh. Never do the same workout twice. This is super, super exciting. And it's, like, great. Like, that sounds cool. But the reason why that's actually a really, really poor approach, if you actually want to make some progress, is that when it comes to muscle building, you don't actually build new muscle tissue until about week four of doing that same exercise consistently. So for about the first three weeks when you start doing a new exercise and you you know you're you're doing progressive overloading training with this exercise for the first three weeks what's taking place at the level of the muscle is called sarcoplasmic hypertrophy so that means that the the sarcoplasm is building up like these we have these like growth factors and like this kind of like a foundation is being laid down for myofibrial hypertrophy which is actually the increase in the size of the contractile protein which is like that's actually now new muscle tissue bigger and stronger muscle tissue being laid down and that is essentially real muscle growth so in other words for the first three weeks your body is just preparing the process of muscle building and then from week four onwards of doing that same exercise that is when you start actually laying down that contractile protein which is what you want so if you go and change your workouts and your exercises every single week you basically never ever get to the point where you're actually laying down that new contractile protein Again, if you're a complete beginner, it probably doesn't matter because whatever you do is going to make a is going to grow your muscle. But as soon as you're past that very beginner stage, like after about of like 3 months of consistent training, you could be considered as like no longer a complete newbie. Now, if you just keep changing stuff every single week, like you're just that's the fastest way to actually go nowhere. Mm. Yeah. And related to that, by far the best way to fool yourself that you're making progress and that you're getting stronger at things is to change things too quickly because when you begin doing a new exercise or if you've done the exercise before but you haven't done it in a while you're gonna suck at it okay you're gonna use less weight you're gonna suck at it it's gonna feel weird next week even you do that same exercise the second time it's going to feel a little bit less weird. You're going to be able to use a little bit more weight and the movement pattern is going to feel a little bit better. Same thing is going to happen the next week. So does this mean that even though you're able to slap weight on each week and you're doing the movement pattern, you know, it's smoother and it feels better, does it mean that you're getting stronger? Actually, not really. Because what it turns out is that doing exercises and executing them is a, it's a skill acquisition thing. 
you're literally becoming better at that movement pattern and executing that skill. And because you're becoming better at that skill, that is why you can apply more load really quickly in the beginning. And then that usually tends to plateau and then your progress slows down and now you're actually making that real strength gains or the, the real adaptations that you're looking for. Mm. So if you're changing your training programs, even every four weeks, like for the, the first three weeks, you're just getting better at the exercise. And then on the week four, when now that you're actually starting to lay down that new contractile protein, then you change your training program again and you change the exercises and then you start this process again. And you think to yourself that, hey, this is great. I'm getting stronger. And then I start a new, new training program. And hey, this is great. I can get stronger. But actually, you're completely missing the boat when it comes to actually giving your body enough time with that same stress so that you can actually create the adaptations that you're looking for from training. Yeah, I do find like the six week program is definitely the sweet spot I find. Um, and when people suggest that four weeks is better for them, I think it is even more just like a psychological thing and that they just maybe need to reframe their mindset in that um, they get bored by the exercises or if they're starting to feel like it's getting too, like things are too heavy, it may have been that they probably went a bit too hard too soon on the first first week and they, they haven't given themselves that runway to really peak by the, the sixth week. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that's a really good point and you know what like for the first couple of years as a as a trainer and as a coach like i used to write four-week programs and that was just something that i was you know was taught to me and i just kind of stick stick stuck with it for many years but then when i switched to six-week programs you know i've never had a client never ever had a client tell me like on week five and six, like, man, are we doing that same exercise again? Like, I've never had that happen. And I think that it's because people very quickly realize that, okay, like literally for the first couple of weeks, I suck at this exercise. Mm. And then it's only about at week four when you actually, it starts feeling really good and you kind of figure it out. And, and if you've given yourself that runway, you haven't started too heavy in the earliest weeks of the training program mm -hmm. now it's actually you know like week four five and six like that's the money making time and people usually don't complain about being bored when they're actually getting results and and getting better mm -hmm. you know true that's the yeah that's it and as you said you know like maybe it's just like a preconditioning thing in that they've always done like a four-week program whether it's via something online or with a previous trainer and they think that anything past that they're not getting any further uh stimulus or gains or whatever it might be and that their body is just getting accustomed and it's not progressing anymore yeah have you had any any of your clients complain that like um i'm getting bored of this 
Or it's, is that something I don't think it's that they get across? bored. I do get some um, people say, like, is it time for a new program? But I think that it's more that they've probably just been conditioned to or something's been said to them in the past that they think that four weeks is the time when things just magically stop <laughs> progressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, like, I think if they were to be getting bored from that, I don't think it's anything to do with the program. I think it's perhaps more to do with how they see training and mm. progressive overload. Um, yeah, nothing to do with the program. That's it. But then when, once people kind of appreciate that, okay, like, this progressive overload really is the thing mm. that is the most important thing to make re- progress. Mm-hmm. And when you experience it for yourself, that you, you actually see yourself getting better at it. Now you, you start looking forward to it. Absolutely. You know, I always yeah. have, it's kind of the same thing with my clients. I was like getting to the fifth and the sixth week of the program. They're like, when they know like that it's going to be the, if they've done like three sets p- past week, like how many sets this week? Four sets. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> ah, but, but they know, like they know that like, okay, got to, yeah. now is the crunch time. I got to put in that extra work on those last weeks of the yes. program. So that then when you, like, that's when you really give the body the strongest stimulus to change. Mm-hmm. And then on week seven, you know, you change program mm. and then you start the, start the progressive approach again. So this is how we we really come full circle on these conversations that we've had about like starting your programs at the minimum effective dose, Mm -hmm. minimum effective volume, and progressively trying to reach your maximum recoverable volume and then starting the process again. Well, that's it. You know, as we've covered in previous episodes, like volume is one of the biggest indicators of progress and is going to really push push your results so if you're kind of moving through the program too quickly have you really exhausted your body's um potential for that volume um that recoverable volume exactly and they've got to make specific um statement here or point it out that this is when speaking about muscle building you know building strength is actually a little bit different thing and in circumstances where if you have someone who's like really really strong Mm. and you're trying to get even stronger having like even a three or a four week program is like that's perfectly um prudent for that person simply because they you know first of all like to get stronger you need to lift heavier weights not necessarily do it more times Mm. whereas for building muscle mass it's more important to increase the total volume of training and still try to get a little bit stronger but it's not the main focus Mm. and when you're really driving that increasing the weight as much as you can and you're doing like really heavy heavy sets like sets where you can only do like one to like three or four repetitions that's extremely fatiguing for you and trying like you can't you just can't do very many sets of that So actually volume tends to come down a little bit as you get very, very strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you covered that because, you know, some people might be thinking to themselves, oh, there's no way in hell that I could do this program for six weeks if it is very strength 
biased. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's when you might may get some of that negative um, implicate uh, negative fatigue, like joint pain and just niggles and whatnot. Exactly, and you yeah. just start feeling like crap. You don't have as much energy. Yeah. And I've I've, I've experienced many times. Like mm-hmm. I've have my my clients do a program or some kind of like a, an approach, and they can easily progress throughout the whole thing for like six, even eight weeks. Mm-hmm. But then when I've done a similar approach personally. I can only sustain it for like four weeks, mm. but that's because like I'm when you actually break it down, like I'm I probably have like ten years or even more in most cases of training experience, yeah. and I'm using a lot more weight. Yes. So that's why you just can't sustain that level of work before you have to back it down a little bit again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I think we did a pretty good job with that one. Yeah. Like, so the bottom line here is like, how often? How often do we recommend that you would change your training routine if your goal is to maximize muscle building? The we really nailed it down to six weeks. That's for most people. Most of the time, changing your training programs every six weeks that seems to work pretty well, and that's what I've been doing in the leaner, stronger system, and we're doing the leaner stronger experience you know the whole experience the 18 week coaching program is broken down to three six week blocks and each six week block is progressive and then after the sixth week you start the new training program and then you start progressing again and there's three of these within that whole 18 week experience Mm. I think another thing to note in that the six weeks is, is so wonderful is because especially with individuals in our leaner, stronger experience, they are quite busy, high-performing individuals and they don't have like a great amount of their mental bandwidth to be putting on new exercises that are changing again and again. So for us to get the most out of them and their results, we want to make sure that when they show up to training that they're giving it everything they got, especially in those peak weeks. And yeah, if we are continuously changing that, um, those exercises, how can we really expect that they're just going in there and giving it all that they have with the short amount of time that they can allocate to their training day? That's exactly right. And throughout the experience, you know, that it's not that the exercise is even like, they don't even change that much, to be honest. It's like we go from a goblet squat to a, double kettlebell front squat to a zercha squat like that's the squat progression that i apply in the in that training program like we're still squatting with the front load mm. but the implement just changes a little bit and every time we have a implement where we can use a little bit more load mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so it's brilliant it's a brilliant progression like the body's the body really gets to understand how to move in that position so, you know, especially if you're not working with a coach one-on-one, unfortunately, it's just something that we can't be there with you in that moment because that's, you know, for some people, that's a luxury. But we want to give you the best opportunity to nail it exactly. every time. And just yesterday, um, Holly uh, sent the, posted a video of her. This was the seventh week of the experience. So we've just changed training programs and we changed from a goblet squat to a double caliber front squat and she's never done that before so she's based in the uk i'm we're in melbourne so you know she took a video of herself and posted it to our facebook group like hey guys can you give me some feedback on this 
and it was nice it was to see brilliant. like her technique was actually she just really nailed it. really good like yeah. you could tell that she's actually been already been squatting with the front load she knew the position of the upper body from the uh, goblet squat and it was really easy to transition mm. to the double kettlebell front squat and that's perfect i think that's perfect programming when you can easily transition from you know phase one to phase two without too much you know mental bandwidth or body bandwidth being wasted on trying to get it right exactly because the bottom line goal with the lean and strong experience is to produce a very dramatic body composition change within 18 weeks so again like we need to be able to put the effort into training hard mm, training well training hard and training well and intelligently mm -hmm. and that's where the mental effort needs to go and then into controlling the nutrition side of things yeah. as opposed to always having to learn exercises from scratch yes. wasting mental effort on where it really doesn't you know of course it matters to some degree Absolutely. but that's not going to produce the best possible body composition change within 18 weeks yeah and that's what we want that's what we want that's our goal with the leaner stronger experience yeah fantastic brilliant so let's talk a little bit more about leaner stronger experience mm. um who is it for um where could they find more information yeah um leaner stronger experience is perfect for someone who's already been training for a while you know like a couple months or don't really have to be can be a complete beginner but i feel like especially people who already been you know at some point in their life they've been going to the gym for at least a couple months like they're the ones who are gonna get the most out of this experience yes yeah you know it's for people between any age really who really wants to make sure that they their effort that they they're putting into their health and fitness like that they're not just spinning their tires in the mud mm. like that's the most unmotivating thing ever is just to put a lot of effort into it potentially even pay money to someone then not get results you know our goal is to provide a very affordable way of getting access to our not only our coaching system but our actual real interaction coaching like mm. i was thinking about what's the differentiating factor between linear strong experience and then like just for example doing my training app it's the weekly interaction mm. throughout the experience like in the beginning there's a one hour goal setting consultation one-on-one -on -one with you and with us or if you are based in melbourne we can also do a one-on-one -on -one personal training session instead of that then on week seven and on week 13 there's a 15 minute one-on-one -on -one individual catch-up through zoom to make sure that everything's all good and you're starting the new blocks in like with with the right foot forward then we have two 30 minute weekly opportunities we have two coaching calls through zoom on session one is a bit of a like a lecture format where we talk about like what you need to be applying right now in terms of nutrition um, and, and lifestyle management and then the second one is a q a where you get to ask anything at anything. all that you're wondering that's you know isn't quite clear to you or like 
anything that you can think of you can bring it up and together we'll we'll talk about it and we'll try to find ways in which you can improve what you're doing even more so this is really the differentiating factor why this is not just like a little fitness challenge but this is an actually an 18-week coaching program that is absolutely guaranteed to provide you the tools and also the accountability that you need so that you can actually stick to the plan for long enough so that you can actually see the changes in your body composition that you've been desiring to see you know it's usually that there's it's the lack of accountability like we we've got a community and we've got that accountability so can't wait to take you through this thing we're going to be doing another lena strong experience early next year 2020-23 it is the by far the best way to make sure that your new year's resolutions don't just fizzle out like they've done every single year prior to this but this time we actually make change and we teach you how to maintain those changes for the rest of your life to learn more about that go to coachputer.com slash leaner stronger other than that thank you so much for watching and listening to today's episode if you thought that it was useful it would help us out a lot if you shared it with at least one family member or a friend if you have any questions send us a message on at coach Puter, at coach Teresa west on instagram or send me an email on hello at coach other than that Thank you so much. Have a fantastic rest of the week and rest of the day. This is Coach Putter. Coach Teresa. Let's do this.